2: So you're the one the
0: you know o, you can't just say bizarre you never get a moment to show Make something fun on your guitar something with the name
2: hello welcome to the ingenuity show I am mr Bold I'm St. Jimmy. I'm Master Zed. I, I, you hesitated. I wasn't sure if I needed to go. Because <laughs> we're dvd Oh, well, currently. it lagged. Oh. Oh, yeah. So I they, I, they signaled, later. I signaled Mr. Paul to go, and then there was like a lag, and then it said his thing kind of sped up. And so <laughs> I was like, oh, crap, that's going to sound like I'm waiting. <laughs> So I said mine as quick as I could, but <laughs> we've sent out the dVD signal um hopefully he'll oh. arrive soon yeah, he told me he might be late so yeah the planned thing our fake sponsor this week is the mask flask hide your liquor while you hide your liquor <laughs> uh, okay that's what you call your. <laughs> Tongue, right? Your tongue, your mouth. Your mouth parts. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, So I listened to the shows that I missed. Oh, boy. And I heard you had a motorcycle accident. (laughs) A bit. I actually heard from mom before I listened to the shows. Oh. I was at their house last weekend. Oh. Have my new bike picked out. So Oh cool. Nice. Well, I'm glad you're it was minor. That sounds like worse I guess not worst case ac- uh type of accident, but as far as things that can go wrong on the bike, <laughs> usually they involve it not crashing. Crash you know, like <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Right. Usually there's something more you can do, but your tire just stopping on you and you not being able to do anything about it is tough. Yeah. Well, and because the chain is on one side, when it wrapped, it forced the back tire out sideways, and that's mm. what it caused me to crash. I was going to say, the first day I had a motorcycle, or the first... Week, I guess I the first day I wrote it to work. um, I may or may not have been licensed yet, but I was headed into downtown and traffic is like it's like a 45 zone and there's a couple Mm kind of sweeping corners and then it goes down to like 30 and there's a stoplight. And I came around that corner and traffic was just stopped And I locked up the back tire. Yeah, because I was used to riding like four wheelers and stuff (laughs) and I hadn't been (laughs) trained properly yet. And so I locked the back tire and came to a stop in a skid (laughs) and then I looked over and it was before Charlie and I were even dating or anything, but I looked over at the car in, in traffic next to me and. She was there in her car driving to work. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Yeah, I've done that on the connector in Boise. Right before you come into downtown, there's a hill and a curve. Mm -hmm. And I come over that hill and there's like stopped cars in every lane. And I have to hit the brakes aggressively and, you know, lock up the back and get your heart rate up a little bit. (laughs) i saw a motorcycle today Oh. well so it was actually kind of interesting we're driving um home and there's like a gap between me and the car in front of me well this motorcycle from the other lane came over into my lane and then went over into like a turn lane to turn at a light well right after that the car that was next to me like sped up and almost clipped the front of me if i hadn't Braked, he would have hit me and sped around the corner like he was chasing the motorcycle. Weird. So, I don't know what was going on there. There might based have been some road rage or something. I was going to say, based on uh, what <laughs> I've heard about people that drive around your area, I wouldn't be surprised if it was like a road rage <laughs> incident. Yeah. Like, for one thing, because yeah. he was way too close to that motorcycle and he took that corner fast. And he didn't care I was there at all. He was just getting over there as quick as he could. It's like, whoa, dude. Yeah, I (laughs) try not to ride in any way that I will anger people around me. Because I can outrun them, but all they need to, you know. They They just need need to to bump your tire and you're. Yep. (laughs) I'm d Oh, hey. Oh, no. talk about lag. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> so so we had some to... lag on the start, so yours was yeah. just some... We had a big meal ahead of us for consumption, head, or behind us, I guess. How oh, was it? good, because some... we're not doing consumption this week. <laughs> good. I'll so save you it. You can rest it. How was the movie? It was really good. good. Um, Except I had to go to the bathroom from about an hour in until uh. the end. One of the I like, hate theaters. I had a big drink. That's why I you bring drink. A I drink like maybe a third of so it. You need to finish it and then you can refill it.
1: No, you, grab,
2: <laughs> you bring an extra cup. <laughs> because then. Oh, you always just go to the theater with the catheter in. I didn't have a place <laughs> to set it. So I was like, well, I'll just race home real quick. But then everyone's going 10 under the speed limit, like oh. almost all the way to my house. So I'm like, Would you got my pants? Anyway, it was not as bad as the um, King Kong, when I just want that stupid monkey to die. <laughs> <laughs> it was really good. It was a good movie. Oh, good. Uh, yeah. I s- try to think of what movie it was. I, I think it might have been a Star Wars, one of the st- recent Star Wars movies I saw in theater. But Sorry. I got up and went to the bathroom in the middle of it. I almost- ended up going back and saw the movie in theaters a second time. And we got to that part and I had to go to the bathroom and I was <laughs> like, no, I, I have to just hold it because I want to know what happens in this five minutes. That's the same thing that happens. If you fall asleep during a movie, you're going to have a hard time making it through that movie without falling asleep <laughs> because your brain just is trained for it. Uh, that's funny. So there was, even your... a, there was an overlanding chase scene. Whoa. The movie. That's apt. It was good. I saw one of those recently. <laughs> <laughs> In person. In person. We actually, uh, so I've been gone for a couple of weeks because we did a 12 day, it ended up being 1,150 mile off road trip. Wow. Nice. Um, and at one point we were playing, where's, Iceman. Where's Waldo? Because <laughs> um, <laughs> we'd come up over the hill and then uh, try to figure out in the distance where Iceman was. Oh. And because he was the first. Yeah, it was an interesting. Uh, this trip had a different vibe. and I don't know if it's just. I'm not sure exactly why. I don't think any of us were quite ready for it. Oh, <laughs> Um, Who all was there So it was uh, Charlie and I And our truck um, Iceman and then Jake and Sierra drove up from Denver Oh cool And yeah Iceman came over from Eugene And we (laughs) What the crap My watch is (laughs) yelling at me Um, Oh boy (laughs) So we Started in at Sucker Creek, um, which is south of mom and dad's house by, by 45 minutes, out by... Um, well, Homedale's the closest town, and it's just east of uh, the Waihee Reservoir. Um, so that's where we all met, and I guess Jake and Sierra met at our house the night before we left, and then on Sunday... And then we drove out there on Monday morning. But just the trip it had a kind of a funky vibe, and uh, Jake drives sometimes excruciatingly slow mm-hmm. um, I don't know if it's like just an abundance of like mechanical sympathy for the truck or if it's sometimes he forgets that he's going somewhere, or I don't know, but Iceman was <laughs> getting slightly irritated with that. And he was also in a feisty mood. So he was driving faster than necessary. Um, it's called scouting. He was scouting ahead. Yeah. So uh, like three days in, there was a little meeting of the minds to discuss, uh, staying together as a group. (laughs) (laughs) And, um, yeah but it was good we drove we were able to cross the owyhee river down at crutcher's crossing which we were unsuccessful at two years ago uh the river was like maybe eight inches deep a foot deep
0: (laughs) holy cow (laughs)
2: um there was a when we were there before the like there was an entire like gravel bar exposed that we drove down onto that you couldn't even see last time. <laughs> yeah. Um And the road back up the other side was as steep as it looked from where we got to two years ago. <laughs> it was just like a series of switchbacks and in like five minutes you got to the other side and had a pretty awesome view. Um and ended up taking a day. We had like a, so this was Iceman's planning. He was the (laughs) one kind of running it and navigating and everything. And So he had included a float day that we ended up using. We got a day or some distance ahead, like three days in, but then we ended up using that float day um, over the course of the next week. We were slowly losing ground each day from where you wanted. And the crane crossing, that entire area was closed due to a fire. Holy cow. uh, Which we were planning to camp there. So we ended up having to find an alternate um, and had to drive around that whole whole area was closed. Wow. Um, But, yeah. So we... Worked our way south from Sucker Creek down to the Oregon, Idaho, Nevada border corner thing. And then we worked oh. went over the same route we did through the Oregon Canyon Mountains and the Trout Creek Mountains, which are I think might be my favorite place in Oregon. Uh is oh. you drive up this switchbacks on the side of this mountain and Gain you're you gain probably like fifteen hundred feet or two thousand feet in a mile or two, and you end up running basically down the ridge of this mountain range. Um, and you have like more mountains off to the one side, and then it just drops off to a big valley on the other. And you drive along there for like 20 miles, and then you like basically get to the end of the mountain range, turn right, and then drive along another mountain range that's perpendicular oh. to the other one. Um, but we so we went from there up to through like Burns, and uh, tied into the trip that we did four years ago, um, that was Route Five of the Oregon Backcountry Discovery Route. So we picked up right where we left uh, Jake and Sierra when they broke down and their truck got named Shortcut (laughs) uh, from the stick it got or the sagebrush it got through its radiator on the shortcut that we took. Hey, that was Uh, a road on the map. It was a road on the map. It wasn't a road in real life. Plus they got to do truck surfing in that area to try to find the road. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, We picked up there where they had peeled off we picked up at the same place oh. and I had remembered four years ago saying "Yeah, it might be good that they headed home because this road <laughs> is so rocky it was like pretty bouldery rough. we were trying and, to record audio during that section that first <laughs> section and it was just like it was insane. bouncing all over the place when I remembered it being kind of rocky for like a little bit it oh. was rocky for Miles and miles and miles it just kept going. Oh, and did, how was that lake that you we drove through the corner of? Oh, it was. It not, was probably hundred yards very away. Very lakeish. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the water. If there was water in it, there's a couple lakes that we had had to skirt around last time, and there were just like no water, or water like way far away this year. Uh, we went through Seneca again. There was the hippie festival wasn't coming through town. So oh. no <laughs> one got mouth. invited to the rainbow this time. I spent didn't um, get to see his old friend. No. <laughs> uh, and so we ended up down at the John Day River, which we stopped to skip oh. rocks and chase butterflies at last <laughs> time. Um, and it's like a this long, steep downhill into the, down to the river and then switch back st- straight up the other side. Um, mm. so we got a torrential downpour right after we, right as we were setting up camp oh, down at that's the, the river. best time. Iceman caught a fish, I think almost immediately again, <laughs> um, at the river, but he, I he let it go. Um, and then yeah, it poured rain and we were basically gonna be uh take we we're gonna lose a whole nother day to get to where we needed to be. Cause we were eventually trying to get to Jake's sister's house in Elgin. Um, oh, her and her husband have a big ranch out there. So we were trying to get out there to see them. And so we decided to basically end the off-road route that we were planning. And we actually backtracked a little bit to go check out a old mining power plant out in the mountains that Jake's grandpa had helped run. Huh. Um, and so the it kind of took a history tour for the morning, which was really cool. Um, the tour guide, I guess, and caretaker for the power plant because it's non-operational anymore, but mm-hmm. um, he had known Jake's grandpa and funny. Um, there was like a memorial to his grandpa on the wall and stuff. Wow, because um, his grandpa had helped run it, and then he'd been in the army, and then he did tours as after he was retired, he did or before he he was a school teacher, so he did tours during the summer, and then after he retired, he was doing tours full time, basically. But the roof caved in in a winter storm, and he enlisted the Army Corps of Engineers through contacts he had from the army to get him to rebuild it. Oh, nice. And so there's a thing to about the effort he did to restore it. And they had a awesome, there's a Lake, I think it was like five miles away that they had a, a redwood like tongue and groove redwood pipe. So they had curved, Planks cut in a curve with tongue and groove and then iron bands nice. on it to oh. hold it together that they piped water from a lake down to the powerhouse to run it. Cause it was height hy- is hydro power. Crazy. And then they used that power to power all the mines up there. And then it fed into the grid to help power like Baker city and all the smaller towns out there. Huh. That was pretty cool. Um, so from there we drove we basically just took got on the highway in Granite uh which we <laughs> like okay Granite's not that small of a town it's 100 or 200 people <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> and it was on our map as having a having a fuel station so we went in cuz Jake and Sierra d- needed fuel and so we drove into town and there's a gas station we had a for sale sign on it and we're uh, like, Ooh, that does not look like it's open.
1: <laughs> sounds <laughs>
2: fuelish of them. So we drove around the town a little bit and that was it. So there's no cell phone reception out there at all. <laughs> um, For quite a while, there's no cell phone reception. So we finally, we pulled in and we had Jerry cans. And so Jake and Sarah were like, well, we'll put our t- 10 gallons in. Mm. And so then uh, Iceman and, us put ours in too, just because we were gonna be waiting anyway. And this lady walks up while we we're doing it, and was like, "Oh, you guys need fuel? Yeah, sorry, this t- it's been shut down for two years." <laughs> two years! <wow. laughs> we're like, oh, and it's like, oh yeah, no, it's fine. We've we've got fuel. Just like, yeah, the closest Ukiah is the closest fuel. <laughs> it's like really? seventy miles or something. Right. <laughs> Um, yeah, that's not close. So Even you got to have your tank just getting back from getting right, gas. <laughs> yeah, you got to definitely plan ahead out there. Uh, but we drove to Elgin and uh, they had an awesome. They've got like a 1500 acre ranch. I think They oh, cool. said they've got a bunch of cattle and stuff and they had a big barbecue dinner for us and we spent the night and they were uh, sending calves to sale the next morning. So we woke up at like 630 in the morning to um, their eight bulls in one pen calling. They pushed all the cows and calves into the other corral. So we woke up between this chorus of mooing. (laughs)
1: Um,
2: And then after breakfast, we drove out past Imnaha, Oregon, (laughs) uh, which is evidently where Dad used to hunt when he was... uh, younger he'd gone into his mom and him had gone hunting up there as well so but uh we went out to Imnaha and then drove another hour and a half down a gravel road <laughs> to get to a trailhead and then did a four mile hike into the snake river okay. and camped along the snake river and it the Yeah, that was awesome. That was one of the coolest hikes. Um, Except there was we passed one other person that was just day hiking out there. And he was pretty close to the parking area. And he was like, yeah, I saw several rattlesnakes out there. Be careful. And we saw. So we were on edge the whole time. And we (laughs) saw zero rattlesnakes Uh, or heard them or anything. Well, that's good. So, yeah, it was good to be aware. You probably scared them all away. Like, he probably scared them all. Yeah. Right. But, oh. yeah, it was good. Uh, we had, uh, I had the non, I can't remember what brand or if I actually paid that close attention to an airline that I installed <laughs> for our new airlocker. Um, I had to put in a Delta. section. Um, I, I think, think it was uh, oh, Spirit. Well, that's the kind of airline I installed. <laughs> I had to put a pressure regulator in and I had gotten some did it, random holes that was the right size. It exploded. <laughs> oh, that's exciting. Um, well, it just like the airline just got a hole in it. So it started oh. just leaking air and then the compressor was just running because it couldn't keep up. and mm-hmm. So we ended up just plugging it. So that was the only thing thing that happened on our truck <laughs> um no diff locker yeah we didn't have a, which honestly we didn't need but it was kind of fun to play mm-hmm. with uh Iceman diffed out on a big rock and oh. bent his uh front diff cover which we fixed with the hammer and oh, good. So it, it leaked like, you know, there's a few drops initially and then he tapped on it because it had bent it a little bit mm-hmm. and it he said it looked wet, but it was it didn't ever drip again. Oh, good. Um, and then we were having a really hard time hearing Jake and Sierra over the CBs initially and <laughs> he was like, yeah, the CB, I don't know if it's something with the CB or the wires or what. And so then. We were going down this really steep hill and Iceman had called on the CB and said, hey, watch out for this one thing. It's a big, bigger drop than it looks. And so, like, OK, whatever. We actually just drove over it because we had way more <laughs> clearance. Oh,
1: mm-hmm.
2: um, And then we get to the bottom and Jake and Sierra were behind us and they were like, holy crap, we like smashed our diff on the this oh. rock or whatever. And Iceman's like, I warned you. And they're like <laughs> We didn't hear anything. Because they oh, were no. it, they had been able to hear us, but then they we couldn't hear them at all. Well, so we, that night we get to camp and we look at their truck and their antenna's gone. Oh <laughs> no. <make> <laughs> like, oh no wonder you couldn't hear us. <laughs> oh no And so and then we looked at our we went back and looked through pictures and we could tell that That's right day, when it, it is between lunchtime and when we got to camp, it had fallen out. And it was that section of road out going into Three Creeks campground. That's like 50 mile an hour, like right. mm-hmm. really nice roads. It was like part of that or the <laughs> last five miles of that and then down the, into the canyon and back up the other side. Um. So we ended up buying a new CB and antenna in burns and mm. that fixed the problem. Or he was having some issues, but he changed something and was able to get it working really well by the end. Oh good. Um and then so we ended up coming back, Iceman with straight back down to that Awai Canyon area to go deer hunting. Oh. <laughs> and his dad and his dad's friend were meeting him out there. Uh and so the night after we all Kind of split up and went our different ways. Ben sends a text message and says, Yeah, so my dad's friend was saying, Well, you know, after they've been driving out in that area for hours and hours, like, this, there, there are no people out here. Like, no one comes out here. Why are we here? type thing. <laughs> and his dad's like, Oh yeah, no, no, I don't know what you're talking about There's obviously been people out here And he stops the truck and grabs and picks up this antenna (laughs) With a spring and disconnect on it And (laughs) it was before he knew Like he didn't even know Jake had lost his antenna out there (laughs) Right. And he found it Reminds (laughs) me of uh, St. Jimmy's muffler That people had to move out of the road to get past Yeah, that's funny Yeah, we had to move this tailpipe out of the road. Oh, yeah, that was mine. (laughs) What jerk left that in the road? (laughs) I didn't know it had come off. (laughs) Usually people don't, otherwise they'd probably stop for it. Yeah. Well, if I'd been on a paved road, I would have heard it. But we had a good trip. We're Since we did Colorado with Jake and Sierra planned it last year and been plan it this year i guess it's my turn to plan it next year so i think i'm gonna have us go to idaho or utah oh. or something let's say alaska you should go on the yukon mm. why i'm a ford guy i don't <laughs> want the yukon, <laughs> you, gonna, go to ranger Texas yukon? Then. you can go on an expedition it's a ranger <laughs> <laughs> yeah you consider yourself an explorer an exploder? <laughs> well, you ha- you are good at fording rivers. Yeah. <laughs> I'm that's a Taurus. <laughs> yeah, you are. <laughs> Sorry you take so many pictures. That's
1: right. Well, none of us did anything exciting. Oh,
2: oh yeah, that's true. I, I think that was the first movie I'd been to in the theater since the last Jumanji movie. <laughs> was a while ago. Yeah. It was weird. I don't even remember the last movie I saw in the years. <laughs> it was probably that Star Wars movie in episode uh eight. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm never going back. I don't think I'm going back. Well, I we, want to we wanted to watch majors. this movie at home, but I wasn't playing anywhere but in the theater. Oh, I got a new TV for my bedroom. Because we had our old Vizio from the living room. We had just moved it into the bedroom when we got our new living room TV. That's a Samsung. But the picture has lost a lot of quality. And so we were just like, this TV sucks. Let's get a new one. So I looked at a bunch of them and found one that I liked and bought it. It's a Samsung also. But it came, well, the old TV was sitting on my dresser, and it had a center stand base to it. Well, the new one, the legs are out close to the ends. Oh, no. And it's too wide for my dresser, so. Put a board on it. We did. We went to Lowe's and bought (laughs) a plank. I've done that more than once. It's on my dresser now. I'm staring at it. It's very nice. What are TV manufacturers thinking? I know, right? I wish they would. The my TV has a center stand, but the depended on which model you got of Samsung. Like, yeah, some of them had like a uh, little like legs that stuck out. Some had like mm-hmm. separate legs on the ends, and then might had a center stand. Well, I talked MJ out of buying like a wall mount for it. I was like, that's ah, I don't want to we put it on the wall it will be exactly where it would be if it was on the dresser just maybe a few inches higher which i don't <laughs> want it any higher than it is and then it comes and it won't fit on the dresser yeah if you put it higher old <laughs> wappa will shoot it yeah he will Stephen King movie. Yeah, it's called Apartment Pupil. <laughs> or maybe no, wait. Maybe no. I think I'm looking at that wrong. <laughs> Apt pupil. There you Apt go. Pupil. Oh, but Charlie's Apt first pupil. question was, "Does it about eye stuff?" I don't want to watch it if it's got eye <laughs> stuff. <in it. laughs> well, aptly, it does not. Oh. <laughs> now that we've talked about the title quality for five minutes. Oh. <laughs> It's not been five minutes. (laughs) I was exaggerating for effect. So this is based on a a novella. Yeah, that movie's from 1998. Okay, I can't remember if it was seven or eight. (laughs) All right, Uh, should we explain what it's about? Yep. All right, I made some notes to help me remember what order things went in. <laughs> so basically, it starts with this kid. He's a high school senior. Although he's only he, sixteen. Yeah, it well, was, he was. He's head of his class. But he's very smart. He's on track to be valedictorian. mm mm-hmm. um, His name's Todd. And it takes place in 1984. But he's his in class. Todd. Yeah, his thinks oh. his name's Todd. Yep. Todd, Bowden. Todd Bowden. Weird. Todd's a weird name to say without the last name. (laughs) Anyway, they were learning about the Holocaust. And so then it shows him on a bus and he sees this older gentleman with an umbrella get on the bus. And, you know, you look at him, you think, obviously, Nazi, right? (laughs) (laughs) Well, yeah, umbrella. Hello. (laughs) I think he had been stalking him before that. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he had been. Um, I think he studied studied the books a lot, too. Yeah, he did a lot of... He was really interested in the Holocaust, so he was studying all about it. And uh, anyway, so he goes to the guy's house and... uh, Do you remember what he said to get inside the door? Hey, mister! I got your paper (laughs) here! (laughs) <laughs> they had a paper, but he wasn't going to let them just, in. I think he threatened right. him. Yeah, he started right off with the threats, basically. Like, I know who you are. I know your name. I've got your fingerprints. Yeah. So, yeah, he gets in there, and he starts telling him about all these fingerprints that he's taken from him and photographs and basically tells him he's been stalking him and everything and that he knows that he is... Um, kurt dusander who was a war criminal hiding in america um, who was involved with um, the holocaust and the extermination camps and everything and the guy keeps denying he's like no my name's arthur denker I, i vote i you know moved to the u.s taxes 55 or whatever and um but Eventually uh, <laughs> the blackmail starts kicking in, he starts taking the kid seriously. I think the kid also was telling him that Todd was telling him that he had all this material someplace safe in his bedroom and right. that when he something... told me just all he wanted to do was hear stories. Right. Um, that that was his part of the blackmail. I think that's is... <laughs> the reason he got in was because he just was just like I don't want I don't want to turn you in. I just want you to Tell me this, tell me stories. Well, mm-hmm. and that, and it seems simple at first, too. Just tell yeah. me about the Holocaust, the, the, the stuff that they won't teach me in school, and then I won't turn you in. And so, you know, they start having these different sessions, you know, and he's telling his parents that he's going to read to this older gentleman, you know, so his parents are all cool with that. But then, it was the 80s. Yes, it was the <laughs> 80s. <laughs> but then the parents want him to invite this guy. He's going by the name Arthur Denker. But they want him to invite Denker over to their house for dinner. And uh, Todd's grandparents were also there. And so they you know, just chat and have a friendly time with each other, um Todd obviously looks <laughs> uncomfortable with the whole thing <laughs> it is. but uh he he charms the parents, and I think that's what gets keeps the parents from worrying too much about him spending so much time over there, yeah, um, well, but then there's his yeah, grades start going down once he's spending all this time with yeah, them. so it goes to, it i think it, the next scene is him finishing up pe and going to the showers or whatever and his friend is trying to set him up with this girl at school and uh he's like super noncommittal about it you know and <laughs> just, just wants him to go to the parties and he's like no i'm too busy studying and everything so he's putting his social life on hold to go learn about the Holocaust. And while he's in the shower, he starts having this... Well, I think it showed him with a nightmare before right. having to do with the Holocaust. But in the shower, he, like, starts daydreaming that he's in the, you know, in one of the extermination camps. And just sees, like, a... just dist- the person- Yeah. The we got prisoner got some, old thing. He had some the head injuries, too. For... He got hit in the head a couple of times, too, during the movie. I don't know if you guys noticed that. Uh, I don't remember. He crashed his bike and hit his head. Um, oh, yeah. Was. How about that? Well, then, he got hit bas- playing basketball and fell and hit his head on the wall. <laughs> I didn't catch it all of that. But he he comes to his senses and he's, like, alone in the shower room. <laughs> I'm wondering if, is the water still hot at that point? Well, he had, well depending on the way the school's run, it probably has it oh, in hot water. But yeah. it's got a boiler. But my wife even commented that his back was red from standing beneath the hot water for so long. Yeah. Oh. And his like, <laughs> hands were pruny from the, yeah. Uh, yeah. In the yeah, water. Yeah, he did like, look at his hands to see they yeah. were pruney. <laughs> so he'd been in there quite a while. Yeah. And everyone else was gone. <laughs> That's good prep work for the actor. He just has his hands in water. <laughs> so then he he buys, he gets a present for Denker and gives oh, it to him, yeah. wants him to unwrap it, and he opens it up and it's this Nazi um, uniform. And so he you know threatens him with the blackmail stuff again that he wants him to put it on and then to march around for him. And he's, like, shouting orders at him. And pretty soon, Denker, like, starts getting Man. into the... <laughs> he's into it, yeah. Getting you into it see and him, like, going crazy with it. Yeah, start Just twitching and the and start and... getting into it. Yeah. Eventually, <laughs> enough freaking Todd out because he's like, <laughs> right, stop, stop, it. stop. And he's like, whoa. <laughs> I think that, that that subscribes to my theory about how to get out of awkward situations. Be more awkward. Make it more awkward. <laughs> and that's kind of what Danker did. He he made it so awkward that Todd's like, OK, OK, let's stop. That's, <laughs> please stop. <laughs> well, that's and enough. he was not in control anymore. Right. He was. Yeah. Things started going. I think he was, you know, he'd lived as Danker for so long that, you know, he was starting to put the past behind him. But I think making him march out of the uniform um, kind of clicked a switch in his brain because I think the next thing we see is um, Danker catching a cat or finding a cat in his backyard oh, yeah. Yeah. when he's out there and so he picks it up and he's like, oh, are you cold, kitty? <laughs> <laughs> I'll help you with that. So he takes him in and he tries to put the cat in the oven Put <clears throat> it on. It was on. And, yes. and and stuff. Well, of course, if you've ever tried to put a cat somewhere where it doesn't want to be, <laughs> it's got enough weapons to make it unpleasant for you. <laughs> so then, I think after that, they showed. Um, the cat got away. Yeah, the cat did get away. But Todd, it shows Todd on a date with this girl. And Todd's like, Super distant, just not into anything that's going on. And um, I think she makes comments about yeah. <laughs> about him that were not flattering. Which is weird, because sometimes for teenage girls, that's how you get them to pay attention to you. Is But once you get a girl, you're supposed to then pay attention to them. <laughs> They're interested in the aloof guy that looks like he's not interested in anything until they want <laughs> them to be interested in them. Yeah, so she gets kind of offended that he's not following her cues, I guess. (laughs)
1: Yeah.
2: So then um, Todd gets a letter from the guidance counselor that wants to meet with his parents because his grades, his midterm grades have dropped drastically. And he's I think he's shooting hoops with his friend and just kind of like talking to himself. And just mm-hmm. being kind of a jerk. <laughs> mm-hmm. And his friend's trying to ask him about how the date went and everything. And um, finally the friend leaves. And uh, Todd sees this, I think it's a pigeon. Yeah. With a broken wing walk through the door. And so he goes over there. And he kills it with the basketball. Rather brutally. <laughs> I was that the sus. I know we'll talk about it probably in other parts but the suspense in that scene I was yeah. like he's gonna, someone's gonna come in and be like what are you <laughs> doing because he's like yeah, holding the ball yeah. over it or, yeah. like, or it's gonna show him like bounce the ball next to it or something and then right. it it's like crunch and you're like oh this going is going the worst case trajectory for this <laughs> yes. kid. And it kind of parallels. Um, Danker like ki- trying to kill the cat, you know, yeah. Yeah. it's like you could see they're both <laughs> going off the rails there. So they have. Uh, so he goes and tells um, Danker about the. Um, the meeting that the counselor wants to have. And so Danker's like, we'll have. Has he ever met your parents? Has he ever talked to them on the phone, you know, getting all this kind of information? And uh, Todd's practicing trying to um, forge forge a, a note or something. And so it shows him go to meet with the counselor, and when he gets there, Danker's already there, <laughs> and has convinced the counselor that he is Todd's grandfather, and basically tells him that, you know there's he's got a bad situation at home and you know insinuating that the mother drinks a lot and that the dad's always at work Easy. and oh. yeah <laughs> and so um basically the counselor says well you you're on track to be a valedictorian but these grades might hold you back but if you could get straight A's on your final exams and everything then I'll talk to have the teachers like just disregard the midterms and he can keep you on track. And it's like two weeks before the end or the exams. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. And so. Um, yeah, so they leave and Todd is majorly ticked off that <laughs> the Denver, um arranged that because he's like, that's impossible. I'll never be able to catch up in time. And he told me you killed him. <laughs> <laughs> well, and the counselor gave him his phone number. Oh, Oh, right. To call him anytime he needed something. Which we were all like, oh, that's kind of (laughs) creepy. That's, but I know it comes into play later, but. um, Continuity. (laughs) But I think, I think at this point, Danker starts telling him, hey, look, I, you would be in just as much trouble as me at this point if you, you know, turned me in. You've been hiding me for so long. You've known about me for months and you you know been coming to my house and asking really inappropriate questions about the holocaust and some really disturbing things that you want me to tell you and <laughs> so basically it's like hey we're we're they're mutually assured destruction <laughs> yeah exactly so they're well, both I think he, is this where he tells him he has a safe deposit box No, that's later on. Oh, okay. he does basically <clears throat> use the just that he is it going to be in as much trouble as, you know, they're both in, they're both screwed. So that's when he, yeah. like, you need to study. I'm not going to tell you anything more. You need to just study and improve yeah. grades. And- yeah. Basically, basically also, you know, this will follow you your entire life. You know, I'm, I'm skilled at lying to cops, but are you skilled at lying? Right. You know? <laughs> and it's so like I've been getting away with this for right. 40 years. So anyway, um then it shows Todd like getting down to business and studying extra hard and doing everything that he has to do and and he ends up getting the the straight A's that he needs. And uh they go um he's back at Danker's house and Danker's all excited and happy and thrilled that he, you know, was able to pull it off and get good grades and um Todd's not happy about the whole thing, <laughs> but yeah, that's, that's when Danker tells him that he's got the safety deposit box and he's the only one with the key. And if he dies for some reason, you know, they're going to so open that Todd threaten him. I think he so. Was, I think that's he went what... to the stairs to get a bottle of wine. Oh, that's right. Oh, and he on the top of the stairs, reaching for this. I totally thought Todd's Todd like to push him. Yeah, it's see, the similar to the bird burn part where he's coming up on him. Well, and you—it was totally a setup. Like you could just see it in his eye. Like he was walking over there, setting it up, making yeah. it to right. so that Todd would. I think we turned back around. And he had a knife with him on him or something. I, maybe. I don't remember. Yeah. I yeah. So basically, Todd, you know, is now rather upset because he's like, "You could die any time." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. So yeah, um I think he basically isn't this when he tells him like I don't want to see you done. anymore. Yeah, yep. they're done. They're totally they're done not, yeah. Yep, they're not. Yep, there's the things over and he's to leave, you know, or you know, cuz he said he's written down in detail all, everything that's happened with the kid and he's like you're getting a lot of trouble if this comes to light kind of thing. I think Todd then went also and destroyed all the stuff he had. Oh yeah, he did. He goes and grabs Was that it was that later. point or no, earlier? I think was it, was earlier. It, was earlier. it was earlier. It was earlier. When he was deciding to focus on his studies. Yeah, he threw all that stuff away. Because He also ended up destroying something else that I thought was with that stuff. It might have been a different time. Oh, he just threw the stuff in the garbage. That's what it was. He threw all the stuff he had in the garbage. And then he burned the uniform. That was later. That was, yeah. He burned the uniform later. Okay. Because that was well, at Danker's house. Well, he burned it underneath the... Where he hit his head earlier. That tunnel. The, yeah. Anyway. Yeah. There was a homeless guy earlier on that had looked up and, you know, he was going through the looking for cans and bottles and stuff. And he looks up and sees Danker looking at him from his window, wearing the Nazi uniform. (laughs) Right. Yeah. Yeah. So then later after Todd and Danker's gone their separate ways, um, you see Danker on the bus and this homeless guy is also on the bus and gets off at the same stop as him and is trying to get him to help him. Or he's trying to help Danker with his, um, cart that he's pulling. And Danker doesn't want anything to do with him. Um, But then Danker ends up inviting him into his house. Um, I think he knew more than just seeing him. It seemed like Todd throwing the stuff in the garbage was a bad idea. Yeah, I I wondered if he he had found that stuff. And that's why he was so... um, I think there's also... So I was looking at a synopsis for Mm -hmm. this. And then I realized I was looking at a synopsis for the novella. The okay. Mm. Which the it was like right in line. Everything was lining up until it got to about this point, and then it was the the book had a lot more going on. Okay. Um, yeah. During sometimes... about their time after they split up. Okay. I guess in the book, they both started just killing homeless people.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: oh wow unbeknownst to each other <laughs> that's a little bit different than the movie yeah, yeah. <laughs> quite a bit so anyway he, he he you know has the homeless guy sitting down there and i can't remember what he what excuse he makes to get something yeah, maybe or to something. Get another bottle of wine or something or drink right that's where stored it and the, he'd been he'd been Get pouring himself drinks but not really drinking it and the homeless guy was drinking a lot and then he'd give him his glass so he was trying to get the homeless guy drunk Mm -hmm. and then he stabs him in the back (laughs) yeah and the guy's showing how he is an old man like you see that he just is really an old man right because you think like oh yeah this war criminal that's killed you know, thousands of people are responsible for thousands of people's deaths. And he put up a pretty tough face for Todd about stuff. Right. And, but then, you know, he tries to kill this homeless dude and doesn't well, do a very good job of it. Yeah, he he stumbles that. around and then he shoves the guy down the stairs. Well, it looked like he was trying to stab him in a specific spot in the back. Right. It may he have was been very... fatal, but the guy stood up right as he, Jabbed, so he m- didn't get the spot he was going for. Yeah, well, he was alive. touching his head weirdly. So I, 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 that there probably was, explains why he stood up because, like, something weird's happening. <laughs> well, yeah, there was some weird. The guy, well, because he was like touching his head, and the guy was basically ready to have relations with him. He was like, <laughs> "Well, I've done this before." Yeah, right. Or a hot meal, or whatever. <laughs> so anyway, he then Danker has a heart attack. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And uh, obviously, <laughs> this is what Todd the, was worried about, right? The only person he could call is Todd, and he's got that hanging over him. He's like, "I'm having a heart attack. You need to get over here. If I die, you'll be exposed." <laughs> yeah. <basically. laughs> mm-hmm. So Todd heads over there, makes an excuse about having to read a letter to him or something, um, and he gets over there and he sees. Danker with blood on his shirt and he's like, is that your blood <laughs> you kind of thing? And uh, does he tell him right out that the guys in the basement or he says something like look down the stairs or you need to make your choice like what? Basically, whether you're going to get outed or not, uh-huh. and the, pro- the problems downstairs, take care <laughs> yeah. of it. So he goes to the top of the stairs and then Danker shuts the door and locks him down there. Mm-hmm. and he sees the dead body down there. He's not dead. He thinks he's dead. I know, oh, yeah. but to him, he's thinking it's a dead body. Yeah. So he, he, he goes down there. Open the door. Yeah, he went to find it, implement the bust of the door. And he gets he trying to get windows, and they're all barred. And, yeah, he finds a shovel. It comes back around the corner, and the homeless guy's up on his feet <laughs> asking for help and, like, it, grabbing him, too, right? Yeah, yeah. that's yeah. like it. And They'd so to freak you out, right? If you're in the basement and you've got a shovel of something. Hitting him with the shovel and Deli's dead. Kills him. Yeah. Kills him yeah. with the shovel. And then Denker lets him back him upstairs. With his love. Oh. <laughs> and then he that's when he tells him to call the ambulance. <laughs> yeah. So um they come and take him to the hospital. I'm he must have they must he have changed his shirt or something, out. otherwise there'd be questions, right? Yeah. Yeah. They never addressed that, but. They're probably going anyway. cut. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then, there's no questions about, they don't search the house or anything. Cause there's just an old guy having a heart attack. Right. Well, this is his dad's first time there. So he was start, starting looking around the house while the ambulance was loading. Oh up. yeah. Arthur. And For then sure. his son, Todd came in and was like, dad, let's go. We got to meet him at the hospital or whatever. Yeah. Well, it's, that from the camera view, you see like the bloody fingerprint on the phone. On the phone. Yep. yeah. And then he, yeah, he leaves. And uh, so Todd goes back later, and kind of cleans it up a bit and buries the body down in the the cellar. What's nice um, having those cellars with the dirt floors makes it easier. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. I wouldn't know. <laughs> I was lucky it was all high. You could. St- Stand up underneath there too. Yeah. Yeah. So then um he also visits Dinker in the hospital. And I can't really remember what their conversation was about. I, I think, think, think that's Danker when Dinker tells him that there's got no got another there's no menu. yeah. Yeah, right. And so yeah, that's all Todd's focused on is I need the key. And then he tells him, Oh, I made it up. There's no key. There's no safe deposit box. <laughs> The so key wouldn't have helped anyways because they don't right. to Like I have to be the one to open it. Right. Or I'm the only one allowed to use the key. I don't know. So then the the guy that's in the bed next to Danker um chats with Todd real quick. Oh, you're so kind to visit your grandfather in the hospital or whatever. And he's like, Oh, he's not my grandfather, he's just a friend or whatever. Oh, but you're you're still nice to visit him. So then Todd leaves, and the guy looks over, and the curtain had been moved a little bit so he could see um, Danker's face. And he recognizes him. Um, He starts freaking out, gets out of the bed, goes down the hall, finds a nurse, and you can see the tattoo number on his arm. So he's a Holocaust survivor, and he obviously recognized Danker as Dusander from the extermination camps. Yeah, So that's how he gets outed. And
1: um, so
2: it goes to Todd giving his valedictorian speech. And I think it kept cutting back to the really investigation. Searching his house. That's yeah, his house and everything. And I can't remember if it was before the speech or after the speech. But they interviewed Todd. Because, you know, they found out that this guy's actually a Nazi and Todd's been spending so much time with him and they wanted to find out if he knew, you know, what was going on and he claimed ignorance. in turns out he's going to land to the cops. Yeah. And then when they, before the Valedictorian speech at the graduation, they run into the counselor. And the counselor um, says something about his grandpa and he was like. Yeah. Oh yeah, he doesn't ever make it to town because he lives too far away. And he's in a wheelchair. Like he's in a wheelchair. Like what? Yeah, so he's like got a little questioning going on there. Um, he had a really weird valentorian speech too, talking about Icarus. Icarus was like, wait a minute, doesn't he die at the end? (laughs) Because he gets too close to the sun. Might be a lesson he learned, not you know, not to get too close to. Uh, I think, yeah. The it sounded like his speech was basically just his the lesson he learned, <laughs> right? I think so. <laughs> that was the moral. Yeah, and so Danker, you know, everyone knows who he is now, and there's protesters <laughs> for and against him outside the hospital. <laughs> He's gonna be put on trial probably and put in prison and. Yeah, and. Uh, so, Danker ends up basically, you know, blowing air into his I. IV, I. and you know, giving him. Some <laughs> Whoa! What's happening? That's what it sounds like. When the air is blowing <laughs> into. What the heck? What's going on? I, I don't think know. Uh, someone's vacuuming just... at uh, St. Jimmy's house. I muted yes. him. It's St. Jimmy. Again. <laughs> I'm muting him. It's something at his house. I don't know. He's huh. in a tornado. <laughs> okay. St. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Jimmy, are you okay? We're trying to unmute him and see what happens. I can't unmute him, I can only mute him. Oh, Can you unmute, unmute himself? yourself? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's like a demon. Yes, see What is that noise? Okay, is that better?
1: Know.
2: Yeah, that, yeah. It's the noise has stopped now. <laughs> was Weird. Being attacked my demons. Well, I okay. I I'm muted to do something and I came back and unmuted and they went crazy. Yes, I guess. Does <laughs> the sound strange. okay with my? Yeah, it, yeah. it does now. Last <laughs> time, like there a demon yelling into the mic or something. Okay, I unplugged my my microphone. so not like you were That's... dragging your microphone across carpet. No, I <laughs> With sure a vacuum running. Or vacuuming it up. That's uh, weird. Uh, anyway. Yeah, so he. Okay. Gave himself an embolism. He dies. And uh, so the guidance counselor comes to Todd's house to speak with his parents who aren't there. And so basically, the. Counselor had seen the picture of Dinker in the newspaper and recognized him as Todd's so called grandfather and realized that he was being played somehow. And so he conf- you know confronts Todd about it, and Todd says, Well, you know, it's pretty weird that you would have secret meetings with me and you'd give me your phone home phone number, and now Can you're you here at my, my house. Grades? You fixed my grades. You're here at my house without my parents being here. You know, it'd be a shame if everyone found out that you were some kind of uh, pedophile. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So he basically blackmails the counselor to basically, you know, this will ruin your career. Why don't you just forget this ever happened? And you still have to go make friends. Yeah. And so he (laughs) made a hasty retreat. And that was pretty much the end, right? Yeah, it was kind of a Mm -hmm. weird thing to end on, too. Yeah, (laughs) like anytime you can embarrass and like make David Schwimmer uncomfortable, I think it's positive. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, David Schwimmer was the counselor. All right, so that's the what happened in the movie. I'm surprised I never heard about this movie before now or anything about it. Yeah, i never heard of it. (laughs) Because it had Nobody one has one of my favorite actors in it, but I'm guessing he David yeah, David like Schwimmer. Bites. No, <laughs> oh, Joshua Jackson. Oh, yes. oh, yeah. oh yeah. I'm going to say, Sir, what's his bucket? Ian McKellen. <laughs> Ian McClellan. All right. Well, we haven't got the casting yet. Well, <laughs> oh, spoiler okay. alert. Yeah. Um, all right. So let's talk about title quality. That's it's hard to say. Good. I think it's apt. I like it. <laughs> I guess I'll I'm going to give the it a here. eight. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to go with eight. I'm going to give it a three. <laughs> what? You didn't like it? I mean, I guess it is apt, but it's <laughs> just an awkward It crazy, is awkward to people. say. It's hard to say it. I don't think I mean, it doesn't tell me anything about the movie. It might be about eyes or it might be about apartment hunting. <laughs> 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 I it's. I think it is fitting because it's... He's learning his life lessons in- from a Nazi. A very well, intelligent person that ends up... The movie culminates with him using the skills, the manipulation yes. skills that he learned. But it kind of if, shows if you if how like, associated with crazy people, or like Nazis, is not good. <laughs> <laughs> and it kind of shows psychologically how You know, people that normally wouldn't do stuff like that could get to the point that they were Nazis and doing the things Nazis did. So if I wasn't assigned to watch the movie and I just saw the title, I would not be having any any interest at all. Do you think it was more to do with school children? I don't know. Interacting with other school children? I have no idea. I saw a picture of it and it showed... Um, sir Ian in a Nazi uniform like as part of like art for like the movie poster yeah and that with the title made me think what in the world are we going to watch <laughs> I changed mine to a 7 because I like the title but I also think it could be misleading because mm-hmm. of the pupil is typically a peer
0: mm-hmm. no
2: like a pupil is, is a student or like a st- Yeah. I don't know. All right. Well, let's move on to casting. Okay. Uh, So it starred Ian McClellan as Stinker, the Nazi. He did really well. He brings it it up a lot. (laughs) The rest of the casting. If I had seen. If I had seen that, oh, this has Ian McClellan in it, then I probably would be more likely to watch it because. Mm -hmm. He's an interesting actor. He's a good actor. Yes. Um, but as we said, it has um, David Schwimmer on, in it. <laughs> Which that was he, a negative for me, but he did a good job. Well, I, I know guess, you don't sure. like David Schwimmer, but I, well, that's, I, that's that's good Yeah. He just plays the same type of guy every time. I don't know. So. I'm not sure he's I, acting. I'm I saying. believe, I, I'm not sure, but I was under the understanding that David Schwimmer was Jewish. I, is that he is. I know he, right. his character is Jewish and friends and so it seemed like an interesting juxtaposition to have him as the counselor mm. with the, um, the yeah that, that never occurred okay. to me yeah it didn't need it to so, me either I thought that was interesting for that choice casting choice and you know he was it was in the first few seasons of friends I guess first that he did this. So it would have been... I mean, I could see the, under, the thing like, oh, this actor's in a popular sitcom right now. Maybe people would be likely to see a movie that he's in even though mm-hmm. no one's ever heard of this movie that I know of. <laughs> <laughs> no. Um, we mentioned that Joshua Jackson, that was his name, right? Yeah. Yeah. Was Moderately small role yeah as the friend of um Todd yeah it's like a stand up guy so the yeah. guy that played the homeless guy I guess has been in different police procedural TV shows yeah he's recognizable Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles the movie oh <laughs> that's right <laughs> yeah he played uh Casey Jones right Casey Jones yeah. with the yep. hockey stuff hockey mask and the yeah so I'll, I'm going to give it a seven. I was thinking six. Yeah, I'm going to go with a, a six, six and like five of those are Ian McKellen. Ian <laughs> <too>. Yeah. Because <laughs> it wasn't great casting back when Joshua Jackson got the role because no one knew who he was at that point. But he. Was he a kid. Yeah. Well, he was good. He was he good. good. He I know who he kid. is. He was a good actor. Yeah. I don't good. like David Schwimmer. I don't, I don't either. Know <laughs> if it's, I don't have like, a problem with David Schwimmer. His character he played on Friends was pretty annoying at times. But well, I just I don't know if it's I can't get past that, so I just see that character in every other role. <laughs> or if his every role, role he like, does just oh, has that in it. It's the same. Well, I I can't think of what else he's been in besides the Paul Trader. He was in uh, uh wasn't that war movie? What war movie? Private Ryan. I think didn't he play a small part in that? Oh, I haven't seen that one. Yeah, didn't so. everybody? Oh, he yes. was in Band of Brothers. Maybe. Oh, Band of Brothers. That's what it was. Okay. Cool. All right. Well, let's do soundtrack next. Um, it I sounds it was like loud? Marcus, didn't it? it was like there wasn't like popular music or anything. It was just. It was just.
1: Soundtrack music.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Background music. <laughs> Background music. did I they have a it German was... song at the end? What song? They yeah. Did. There was a German song at the end. It was in the middle. Oh, the yeah. same one was also played in the middle. Yeah. I think. At okay. some point. the I thought it was okay. It was a little... I don't know if it was just... If it would fall into a different category with how well they mixed it. <laughs> but some of the songs were so loud... Compared to the rest of the movie, um, yeah, that, I it is, that, but I didn't really notice the music at all. Like, the I last song sure was anything. Das ist Berlin, yeah, and that didn't seem like it. I don't know. Was, I'm gonna I'm go like, four, I'm giving it five. Uh, but I said, I said it went three, I think. i want to go with the f- four. Okay. All right. Cinematography. cinematography. I thought the cinematography was excellent. It got me hit because I commented on it. And I think my wife thought I was joking. So she, like, uh, <laughs> Yeah, I thought it was. I it was like, was, no, this is really good cinematography. Look, he's. I kept noticing a it. Tunnel or yeah, I kept, notice, tunnel from the light. Yeah, kept noticing. Yeah. kept noticing how good it was throughout the movie. Like, I'm like, yeah. oh, wow, that's. So I'm giving it a 10. I when think. it's the it bird, the basketball. The whole stair thing, everything was really good. I don't know. I wasn't impressed. <laughs> <laughs> I'm giving it an, an eight. eight. It didn't stand out to me. I'm still so, go so far uh, this is the one that stood out the most to me for cinematography. So I guess no, I didn't I didn't think it stood out. But all right, special effects. They had the weird storm's <laughs> <damage laughs> mustache. Oh. I thought it was really good. I thought that was a stunt. No. <laughs> <laughs> the mustache? I was, I was told yeah. <laughs> the mustache was bad, but I thought it was a mustache. It, I mean, it was mid-80s. Oh, do you know what that counselor reminded me of?
1: No.
2: Mr. Lamp. Do you know what? But if you were right <laughs> saying you know, that reminds me. Of, I started thinking back to my high school days, and I was like, yes. That's the guy that wouldn't let you like sit out for your broken neck, right? Oh yeah. He was the PE teacher. I couldn't stand the guy. But yeah. Did he have a mustache? I don't think he no, did. I don't, I don't remember oh. him having a mustache, but I was gonna say, was it an apt mustache? <laughs> anyway, I don't know what that has to do with special effects. But... I don't know either. But he just called out a teacher by name on the podcast. That's funny. Oh well. I didn't like him at all. <laughs> Hopefully, yeah, he's yeah. dead. Yeah, yeah. He probably oh. would be. You know? He listens. I mean, like, he's our biggest fan. Oh, no. <laughs> 30 years ago, so he still be in He keeps six. track of all of his students. That's <laughs> even creepier than. Creepy, oh, <laughs> <David Shimmer's> take <laughs> my phone number. <laughs> all right, special effects. Were there special effects? Sure. he, he the, stabbed the somebody. guy in the back and threw him down the Is stairs. Oh, that's a shovel. shovel. Yeah, I guess the uh, special effects would be the makeup. with that? How do you get the bird to act like it? Has oh, a you have like wing. the. Yeah, I was uh, impressed by that.
1: I think they broke a, a bird wing around
2: it. <laughs> they, <laughs> they didn't have the thing it. at the end of the credits saying no animals were harmed. So I didn't watch it. Longer. No, it's, yeah, it. did kidding. actually. I, it no. said <laughs> it specifically said scenes in which. Animals looked like they were being harmed. Were oh, closely I did monitored. See something about something by like something that. Something humane society. Yeah. Was was Sir McClellan injured though by a cat? <laughs> Probably. That. <laughs> or was it declawed? No, pet animals were harmed, but humans were. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I don't know. I mean. There's nothing crazy with five, outlandish with it. Yeah, five, I was the, the biggest thing they had the were like five. the the nightmare scenes, right? With the well, he flipped his bike. That was pretty good.
1: That's Those a stunt.
2: Stones. That's a stunt. Oh, I forgot which one we were on. Yeah, we're on yeah, the special yeah. effects. So, like I guess we're. Like it would the, be like the, the shower shower scene, theme, yeah. which yeah. I didn't think was great I, yeah i'm not uh, a really big fan of Pruny things. fingers i'm gonna go to a down to a four <laughs> okay <laughs> i'm keeping it a five because he had pruny fingers that's a stunt oh. no it isn't <laughs> it is, back special rad. effect no. all the way yeah all right next guy right, stunts he, he wrecked his his bike. bike
1: oh he that was about uh, it He
2: got knocked down and, and hit his head on a concrete wall he kept missing baskets in like slow motion, and he made he one. Did at the end. one at the yeah, he did make one eventually. The very end, at the end, as he got his life back together. After mm. he blackmailed uh-huh. Schwimmer, <laughs> right? Wasn't he outside playing basketball yeah. or something yep. in that scene? Oh, he, the yeah. very, <laughs> he, very he last, very last shot with was him. for some reason. It. Probably because that was he felt powerful when he had the basketball because that's how he killed things. <laughs> <Mm-mm>. Did he <laughs> the basketball killer? In the book, he kills the homeless guys with the basketball. Ball. Does he? No, I, oh. I don't know. Maybe. I, I doubt have. it. Yeah. Because could you imagine trying to kill someone with a basketball? With the basketball? That'd be difficult. Hold still. <laughs> I don't know. I'm gonna go with the okay, four then. again. Anyway. I've been concussed for a basketball before. Uh, with four. Uh, I don't think any of the stunts were extraordinary. Four, sure. Alright, plot. Well, but it had one. Those are lessons we're supposed to learn from this. This is a tragedy. There it definitely wasn't makes with Nazis. <laughs> well, it's, it's one of those where the main character he, goes down is likeable? in likeable spiral. <laughs> they didn't really come out ahead. I think he's the next person that's going to start... Oh, he's was he smart? Hitler? Oh, <laughs> Well, he's yeah. the next supervillain. Ooh. They should it's make a, a couple other store. movies setting up like a oh, just kidding. App but Kui. nobody knows about the first one. <laughs> <laughs> it's hard to make a sequel of an unknown product.
1: App for no, brother reboot it. And
2: then apt partner, and then <laughs> apt dictator. <laughs> uh I thought the plot was decent. I'll give it a yeah. seven yeah, I mean, Dice. It made sense. No, so included it, it, in plot is that things like, um, like you you mentioned making the the basketball shot at the end when he was struggling earlier. I don't know, or that go. I would put that more into cinematography, really, because it doesn't no, mean anything like, to the story, does that's, it? That's yeah, like I think that development or plot. symbolism. I think that'd go into plot. Yeah, that's the closest that- thing we have. Okay, well, Is his basketball skills arc part of the movie <laughs> of him practicing? <laughs> well, his somebody had to think of. of that arc. Well, and having the parallels between him, him killing sucking. the pigeon and the Nazi trying to kill the cat, showing them both kind of going down the, the dark path. Well, when he's giving his speech, half the sky was dark clouds. Another part was like light colored clouds so it was like his future was okay you've got these two and I think the guidance counselor kind of guided him towards the wrong side of that equation at the end there <laughs> well <laughs> you know what I was thinking during the graduation like I hate listening to these speeches in real life now I don't have to watch yes. one in a movie <laughs> yeah. at least it, it only the showed the of a Imagine someone gave an Icarus speech at a graduation we're like why what does this have to do with anything I don't know. I could see that.
1: <laughs> you
2: should go out to the world, but don't go too, be too good or try to fly too high or you'll crash and burn. Yeah. It's kind of the opposite of guess of the, what people normally say. It's like <laughs> Ch- chase your dreams. Even if you might fail, this one's like, yeah, don't chase idea. your dreams. Cause you might fail. Just <laughs> kill <laughs> pigeons and homeless people. Don't wear wax made of or clothes made out of wax. <laughs> <laughs> don't try to kill someone with a wax shovel. I don't know. Yeah. All right. Uh, Our next right, category guys, t- is continuity. continuity. I thought it was really good. Yeah, I thought they, it was good. There was definitely were things together. set up. Some things we even commented on, and then they paid off later. Right. I can't yeah. remember what like, the specific one. When he gave him the, his home phone number. Oh, oh, like, yeah, oh yeah, a big why one. would you do that? And that's then out, it turned that out. out that, it, yeah, he used it against him. Yeah, that's that's what I was thinking of. I gave it eight. That's a good score. I think I like eight. Yeah, and it, did, it didn't have any big plot holes or continuity nope. errors that we noticed. Oh, it so, seven. yeah, I'll give her the old eight Characters. It's pretty small. There's not a big
1: cast. cast. Really, yeah.
2: I think the characters were good. Yeah. Yeah. Even the teenage girl played like a teenage girl. Yeah. There's (laughs) really only two characters or three that have any kind of development, though. Right. I really liked uh, Ian McKellen's character i thought Mm -hmm. but part part of that's acting too is really good yeah oh yeah todd's dad was also a guy that was in stuff he's a known actor oh yeah he was in x-men all right but i todd's character i didn't i don't know if it's just because it's the movie maybe the book does a better (laughs) job And they just didn't have the time, but like you jump into it, like, okay, this kid has been going down this path for a while, I guess. Yeah. But they don't really, I don't know if it's more of just them not doing a good enough job showing how he got to the point where he. Morbid curiosity? Because it's like they're. Yeah, they jumped seem into the middle of the story. Into anything else? <laughs> it just starts with him blackmailing this guy well they didn't show any of the time he's all when he got his fingerprints or any of that he didn't show any of that right stuff. yeah but it just started with. which makes me wonder did he do it i don't know he had well, a sheet somehow. of fingerprints in his stuff and then uh, oh and then uh, as far as continuity later when danker wakes up and the cops are they He doesn't there. have fingerprints. Oh. No, his fingers are black because they took his fingerprints. Yeah. Yeah, while he was unconscious. <laughs> Which I don't think is legal. Yeah, his Oh, He's going to be extradited anyway. Yeah. That's true to Israel. Yeah. I'll give characters a seven. Oh, no. seven. I gave it an eight. Um. It's interesting when they take it's kinda of like breaking bad, you know, you start the character that's devolving. He didn't have far to devolve though because he evolved right? <laughs> He never had a good motive. No, but I mean he did get worse as the story went on. It sounds yeah. like the kind of guy that got good grades because he's bored and had nothing else to do. And he's intelligent. I think that's what led him down that path because he ambitious. Really too, I would say. We found out well, that they had something they wouldn't teach him. That made him upset. I think that maybe. Yeah, but they had. They only spent a week on the Holocaust, and he would obviously been doing yeah, tons of research of before. Yeah. yeah. Or did he start it after that lesson? Because they didn't mm. really. That's what I. It was no, like because it was uh, still beginning of the school year. But they would it's say moved on a, to the a next month thing, later. Right? You know, they had oh. time cards at the beginning. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's true. I forgot about that. But I, he saw, I mean, we saw, that he, could, <laughs> <laughs> we saw <laughs> that he could
1: we saw that he could
2: we saw that he could really like digest yeah, information quickly because he was able to turn his grades around in two weeks. Yeah, that's true. So well, high school is not hard. I know, but still, still, he's got the focus. That yeah. he he's got put into Skills. It. Because based on my kids, I go back and look, why did I have such good grades and was so good at school? And I think... I don't really remember my motivation. It was always like, well, I don't know. I could get good grades, and it was nice to get but better than see, everybody else. I could see Todd's motivation being being coming valedictorian and being the smartest, and he seemed pretty He didn't ambitious. seem to, didn't seem to care, though, after a he just wanted yeah. to have. He just wanted to have that ranking of being the the best. Yeah. And as soon as he had somebody to, to put power over, which was Danker, as soon as he had it power was over less Danker, important. It was less important. Yeah, I think, yep. I think that's a good point. Yeah. All right. Well I might build my character up to nine. <laughs> oh. <laughs> After we talked about it. Because Yeah, it was very I've, I don't know. They were very interesting characters. Oh. To me, anyway. Don't okay. think I'm gonna go research on <laughs> Nazi stuff. But okay, all right, acting. Acting. There was some good actors that did some good acting. There's some the bad actors. Actor was. Oh. <laughs> the only good actor was Ian McKellen. Yeah, and <laughs> he Joshua definitely Jackson. stood out. Almost guy kind of was uncomfortable. <laughs> well, I think he was meant to be. Yeah, I think yeah. he was meant to be, though. Yeah yeah I, what, I mean I'll go um seven is I wasn't again. I was impressed with those dad's the dad characters acting, but i yeah maybe a six again, but I think I'll go eight. the casting characters and acting all kind of like the casting and acting are related, yeah kind of blended well, you could have a good actor that doesn't necessarily fit the role yeah um, or you can have could like, like, a good like actor Kate. that is mailing it in like all the uh the movies that have that one certain action old action star that is on the picture of the movie and then is barely in it bruce all the amazon, <laughs> yeah bruce willis <laughs> there's like four of them on amazon they're like well, that way i got bit or, twice <laughs> or there's there's some nick cage movies where he is like Is not the role for him, but he is putting so much effort in acting that he's it's weird because he's acting way better than any of the other cast. Right. That stands (laughs) out, too. Yeah, I can make a movie feel lopsided if there's one actor that's blowing everyone else out of the water. Yeah, I've seen some Nick Cage movies like Like that. You were emoting way more than anyone else. And why are you doing a medieval piece? (laughs) You don't belong there. Well, it could have been like uh, Kevin Costner, you know, doing Robin Hood with <laughs> no English accent. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He didn't well, but see the fit. Who knows Robin what did. the accent of that place back then would have been, anyways, because it probably yeah, was yeah. more like. More but like still, American. he didn't yeah. fit in with that time period. To right, me. Right. when Everyone else has <laughs> oh, English yeah. accents. What about with Wolves, does he fit in there? Oh, uh, yeah. I. Yeah. Th- I totally see him in that role. About a baseball diamond. Sure. Yeah, he fit in with the post (laughs) apocalyptic mailman. Oh, yeah, that was really good. With Tom Petty. He's (laughs) right behind you. Oh. I don't (laughs) know. All right, right. dialogue. Dialogue. It didn't really stand out. I'm not making lemonade in your pants, (laughs) but. Yeah, I don't think it was the. Bad. There was that really no, weird dialogue between the cop and the Israeli guy the Israeli guy didn't trust Todd. And he says, like, well, what did you do as a teenager? And the cops, like, chase girls. Okay. And what did the other guy say? It was... Uh... I remember it stood out as like, wait, so you just talked about chasing girls and you're talking about something that makes you seem creepy. Okay, you're but like, what it was now? Oh, well, no, I, I chase, chase old men. girls. He's like, yeah, but now I just chase old men. Oh, that's that right. Was I was like, oh, that's right. That. Oh, right. There were, the awkward, there were a couple very awkward. There were a couple very awkward things said in the movie. <laughs> well, the, <laughs> I the forgot about that. That. Is, that was a very awkward scene as well. Where he's in the car with the girl. Oh. Oh, Oh yeah, that was. And I what if your wives cover her eyes when they went in the locker room? That was funny. Or were they... Yeah. He's like F you. He's like, we're F each other. That's what I was like, oh there. I do have to say, uh one of the like the way that uh I can't remember his character, Ian McKellen when he Arthur. was Kurt Beautiful trying movie. to coerce Todd into doing what he wanted, he had that whole spiel about how he was better at this oh, yeah. and Todd basically verbatim used that same exact phrasing against the teacher at the end oh yeah, that's okay cool just that. raised my score by one yeah, yeah. We well that's I'm gonna give it a five <laughs> <laughs> alright I'm gonna so go that, that, that stood out to me it was like oh yeah that's exactly that's the whole point it's... of this movie is that yeah he is the apt pupil he learned how to do this? The other guy died. He's now taking mm-hmm. over, and he's already doing it. Maybe he's in, maybe he's actually possessed by Danker. Or... <gasps> I actually thought that I'm like is this is a Stephen Steve? King movie. <laughs> I wonder what We're the book says. Things. Maybe the book maybe is it weird. is in the book. All right, it's not a book; it's novella. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> or um, horrifying it all. The nightmare scenes were kind of nightmarish. Oh, yeah. When... I thought the movie was going to take a weird turn, like he was just going to be transported there for a while, but it would turn out to be like bad dreams. Mm-hmm. The bird thing was kind of intense, but not really horrifying. Even yeah, the part it's... where the guy getting stabbed and pushed down the stairs and then finishing him off it was, was almost always scary. Comical. Yeah. <laughs> like a I don't of think it was scary. Just... I would say three. Yeah, that's kind of the number I had in my head. Yeah, I would give it a three as well. Because that's the number that jumped out at me. <laughs> Some of our biggest LOLs, which is the next category, are in like, the opening, like introducing the characters, because we always make comments about people that are in it. Well, <laughs> so we were making our own LOLs. We were. Oh. This is kind I of saw David topic. Schwimmer in the opening credits and was like what <laughs> and i yeah, missed that, yeah i missed I the joshua thing. jackson in the credits and he's like one of the first people you see and i was like whoa there's yeah, joshua jackson for some reason i thought those two were way closer in age than they are oh, oh. <laughs> i yeah. i'd already seen the cast list oh yeah i so. saw josh jacks joshua jackson on the opening credits too i didn't remember oh who he God. was until i saw the then i know oh that's the guy from fringe i liked him on that a lot so then i knew who he was all right so lols, LOLs. Mm. kind of a dark topic yeah, yeah. There no, not a lot know. of lols happening we didn't yeah i give it to you yeah I'm like, the i well. mean it's definitely not uh, maximum overdrive as far as lols
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah
2: all right. Quotability. ability. Eh. I Not marched. much. <laughs> Not much to quote, right? No. no. It's oh, kind of low. two. Yeah. Sure. awake Seems I like it kept our attention pretty well. Yeah, it was. There was yeah. a lot of tension. Let's say, uh... That's it was paced, fairly well exciting. paced too. Yeah. I'll go seven. Seven. That's what I, I gave bad. max overdrive. Oh. Yeah. I don't it was it wasn't exciting, but it wasn't exciting through There were only suspension. a few boring parts where you're like, okay, get on with it. <laughs> get on with it. I think All right, a montage or two. Puns, there was a good one. Was there? Yep. And he rode his bike there and then there was a sign that said no pedaling. Yep. Oh probably wasn't <laughs> meant to be fun. Um, I don't even. Remember, <laughs> I don't. Yeah, I didn't catch that. It said like no soliciting, no peddling, no something. No else seats. no blackmailing. Oh, no, he's telling him. He's yelling, "March out!" No, blackmailing was, was allowed. March time because it was close to graduation. <laughs> That's <laughs> a stretch.
1: Because it could have been April.
2: I didn't notice. <laughs> there wasn't very fun. Two, one. I'll give it a two since I made up that you made one. Up one. You make up your own puns. <laughs> Group the all dude. Right. I would not watch this by myself. I may <laughs> have... Well, I watched with Charlie, have. she was doing something else. So if I, I saw it the TV, it I'm not stopping for a second to watch more of it, I don't think. That's true. <laughs> I don't want to watch that again. I don't either. Yeah, I'm going to give it like a four. Uh well, it was interesting. I would well, I'm gonna if, too, I, guess. If I like, always go I would watch it again if it was like recommended to me and not assigned like it was for this. But I you're sitting around the group people it. trying to decide on a movie yeah. and it comes up or slides Pass on Amazon and you say, Hey, we can watch that. I don't think I would. Well yeah. I would be less likely to watch this with a group than without a group. Because... <laughs> <laughs> Who wants to watch a kid be at this and want to just punish people. people? Hey, let's watch this movie. Yeah, and there's no hero. There's no. There's a good happy, movie, but I don't want to watch yeah, it again. Happy ending. It's yeah. all about the character, and it's a character study, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. What not to do? Well, okay. Not to do? So, so the thing exploded. What happened to the? Oh, I opened it. Oh. So, so I did make all a all bunch our, of puns about Nazis. Yeah, you did. Like, how did he not see oh, that? Yeah, <laughs> his pupils are so good. Why can't? Oh, he not usually see that? not. He got my report card. Not sees. <laughs> oh yeah, that was a good one. All right, all right. Go. So, Mr. Pold gave this movie a six point one. Oh, I, I expected to be it it a- higher based on how <laughs> much you were. Yeah, raking, like I, liking it, and ranking it earlier. I gave it a five point eight. Master wow. Second lowest? How gave, it that? A 5. 4, <laughs> gave it a 5.4 and D-Viddy gave it a 5.6. That never happens. What's the last time that happened? Well, we're all pretty close. Yeah. So I I started liking it more the more we talked about it, though. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but the parts were good, but like it. I did I dislike
2: it. Overall, I don't know. It was, a, it was a good movie. It just was, uh, I don't know. Not my cup of tea, I guess. Overall. I... Wish I would have ranked it in like IMDB when I first watched it. Cause I just ranked it today um, and then I watched it a few days ago and I gave it a five on IMDB. How do we compare to the other ones? So, um, well, IMDB with... gave it a 6.7. So we're lower. Our total combined is 5.74. Um, and then Rotten Tomato, the top critics, Gave it a 5.3 out of 10. And the audience gave it a 5.7 That's out of 10. That's looking close for those. Oh, we're pictures. the audience. I guess so we're not even, the same as the audience. But we were an audience, weren't we? So the critics combined between IMDb and like Rotten it. Tomatoes at 5.9. I think you have Nazis in your movie and the critics aren't going to like it. So we were all pretty close. Unless it's Schindler's List. So we ranked this was, it about the same they, as Firestarter. They didn't have a dank or they never like started rooting yep. for him. <laughs> so this is right David between Firestarter an and Cell. Point drop. Which that's true. I could see this being between Firestarter and Cell. It's significantly lower than the green mile. Right. <laughs> I, although yeah. the guy that wrote the article on this that is ranked these on drugs. Way out of whack. Yeah, oh, Maybe understand. he's a big Nazi fan maybe he is. <laughs> He's like ooh finally Nazis Do we even have the article that this came from anymore? I'm not sure we do <laughs> uh, I think it was on Vulture It'd be funny to see it's like updated And then we're like oh no <laughs> We gotta do it again Oh Well we're committed to this list We've got let's see <laughs> we're, <laughs> we're actually 12 movies left Oh, yeah, we partner. can that do this within the next year, all, right? Well, I yeah. like three years, I think for four years, haven't we? Yeah, a long time. <laughs> it's so fun. I like it. it makes for good yeah. podcast. And our next one is a movie I've actually seen and heard of and read the book. It's the mist. Oh, I oh, I think I, think I missed this. that one. I'm <laughs> not sure which one I've seen. I think there's like a TV Was show. It? There's some it? really good ones. Your memory is pretty foggy, huh? Yeah, I've it is. never even heard of Dolores Airborne. Me neither. So the Mist has Thomas Jane in it, which I, I remember know. liking him in that. So.
1: Is he the Mentalist guy?
2: Mm-hmm. He's, He's the Punisher. Punisher, okay. I think Tom. Jane might be the character's name. I think you are. I think you're right. That always screws me up. <laughs> well, good. I can't wait to watch that one, I guess. Yeah. yeah I guess. We'll probably do well, it's it. I it. It's scary. I remember it's scary. Next is it month Dick? or something. Patrick That's where we live. It gets misty here sometimes. Yeah, our horror <laughs> on The Mist is definitely going to be higher than on Apt Pupil. Yeah. I mean, there's nothing supernatural on Apt Pupil, even. No. No, not at really. all, unless his spirit transferred to the kid. But I think that cat took out his vengeance on the little dream catcher thing. That so did you? There was a comment about the cat disappearing, or like, I think he finally did get the cat and kill it. Mm. Oh, there, there, was there was a there was a poster. A missing cat. For the poster poster cat. Oh, a missing cat. Well, oh, the cat right. just ran away. Maybe not that. I'm neighborhoods. <laughs> when our when we get missing cat posters in our neighborhood, I know there's coyotes are around. Oh, I the other morning I happened I've been noticing some missing pet posters and I was driving to work and a rather large coyote ran in front of me on the road. Oh. Mm.
1: Yeah, I've seen big. them
2: around in I the find road. it most interesting uh, Hold, how do you say that furry animal? Which one? The one they were talking about. The one that, that eats, eats cats? cats. Coyote? Okay. I'm the only one of the four of us that call them coyotes. Then. <laughs> I don't call it a coyote, but only in mixed company. around. I do yeah. live in Idaho now. so If I saw one out on the range, I would call it a coyote. <laughs> what do you call a really small cool stream that starts of the sea? Uh, well, it depends on how small. If it's really small, it it's a creek. Or creek. It's a larger, it's a Creeky. 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 Creaky. <laughs> don't you You guys don't add E on the end of all your animal names like raccoonies? No. Deeries? Elkies? <laughs> Cowie? Elkie sounds like someone that drinks too much. <laughs> no, it's <laughs> an it's alky, alky. Not an Elkie. <laughs> Elkie's someone that <laughs> hunts too much?
1: Yeah. But cool. <laughs>
2: Okay, so we're gonna skip consumption this week. Yes. Does anybody have any nerd cred they want to go over? Um. So I looked up the schematics for um, ore refineries, <laughs> and then I'm building a city in Minecraft. <laughs> and so I built. It doesn't work, but it does have. I even put like carts going up from where the ore is stored, and the um, store? what do they call it? Those stuff they use to An mix. ore store. It and I started these carts going, and then this, they started picking up like mobs. So I turned around. There's like, oh look, there's a zombie going up and down the around the tracks. And then picked up one of those demon things that gets you if you don't sleep. That was pretty funny. But yeah, I've been working on that. Um, you are a huge nerd. Well, I am building a city that is, has, like, lots of mines and has dwarves, so I was like, well, if we got have mines in it's order, mines? we can have a way to refine it. Mm. I can make a giant mine, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, we, had, we hit a milestone, so not counting... Oh. People that have listened on our website. This is just downloads through our RSS feed, but we have total downloads of over forty thousand now. Whoa. Wow! Cool. That's really cool. Like it. That means forty thousand people have listened to our show. Yeah. Wow. Or one <laughs> person listened. Forty thousand. It was me. <laughs> We have an ultra fan. Oh. We only have 451 episodes. So what's that? How many per episode is that?
1: Well. <laughs> <laughs> that's a really hard math.
2: Oh. A hundred? thousand? 40,000 divide 40, by 450. <laughs> 100. <laughs> Eighty-eight point eight. Oh, that's not bad. I don't, I don't even know. you listen people. to the ones that I am. Or I'm wait, four hundred thousand. Oh, it's forty thousand. I was 40, thinking four hundred thousand for some reason. I, why <laughs> would yeah, you have four hundred thousand? Point... Oh, the whole time I said forty thousand Ks. K's. No, 40K. forty K, <laughs> forty thousand K, forty thousand thousand, no 100. 40 million. Okay, four million, right? Yeah. All right. Um. So that's eighty-eight point eight per episode. I don't know why you would listen to 0. 0.8 of an episode. Well, <laughs> they don't want to hear our nerd grid. People listen to each episode. That's children. That's listen. how math works. <laughs> that's like I'm a, sure it is. 15 year old listening. <laughs> They're not a full citizen of an adult, right? <laughs> well, and we, you know, last week was our 450th episode. And we got a sh- nice shout out on Matt and Andrew versus Society for our 450th. Oh. Nice. Cool. They I'm talked about a- it. They're like four 4- twenty eighteen or something. Where we talked about our favorite explorers. Oh. Dora? Yeah, they just saw a tweet. <laughs> oh, okay. Good. So. What's yours, Master Zed? <laughs> my favorite explorer? Uh, Ford Explorer. Ford and oh, <laughs> probably uh what's his name Hillary, Sir Edmund, Edmund Hillary, Hillary. We not even talk, even about, talk him. about him. Um, Lewis and Clark thinking off the top of my head, yeah. Lewis and Clark would probably be in there. They're pretty good. It's kind of sick of Superman movies though. <laughs> <laughs> Lewis and Clark is the new one with the gay couple. Mm. <laughs> um, They're both Superman. I don't know. Those are super the two that come jump out at me. Okay. And the guy that you talked about that we had had a whole episode, I think, on Shackleton. Yeah. That oh, yes. Yeah. He's kind of a boss when it came to survive. Not completing not mission. <laughs> Never making it to your goal. Like I really like that guy that, oh, yeah. uh, that, like, was like, "Oh yeah, you don't let people into the city that are not from here. Watch me do it." Yeah, the the that, That's the guy that took like a spear through the jaw, right? And then yeah,
1: mm-hmm.
2: out of the way. Anyway. Okay. Right, well, if you want to send us a spear through the jaw, I don't know. <laughs> Oh, virtually <laughs> <laughs> virtual send an email to show at gmail.com or hit us up on Facebook or Twitter just search for engineeringity show and check out our website the show.com and pick up a engineerity show t-shirt which I need to get some new ones because my son stole mine and has since put a hole in it. Oh, yeah, Some of mine are getting a little bit old and tattered I need to replace some as yeah, well So time to buy myself and him a new one Which you can do on com. Thank you for listening this week Stay nerdy Live long and nerdy We have been and always shall be my friends Bye
0: You know me so oh. Are. You never get a moment for free. something fun on your guitar. Something with an A or a G. Just be sure that I can tell it. Just be sure that I can tell it again. Most guitars are made of trees. A some metal for the strings And some frets and neat things Most guitars are made of trees Most guitars are made of trees People play them while they sing Some are dull and some just ring Most guitars are made of trees You know me so, you've seen it all before sure that I can tell
2: it. just be sure that I can tell it again There was a week you were gone, and I did your outro, and then I got a comment from somebody that they missed out on my bye
1: Oh, oh. Yeah, See, there's, there's someone a bye bi- bi- week.
2: <laughs>
0: Most guitars are made of trees. With some L for the strings and some frets and tuny things. Most guitars are made of trees. Most guitars are made of trees. People play them while they sing. Some are dull and some just ring. Most guitars are made of trees. Yes.
2: 18 plus.